asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. His dad's on to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotten Views Podcast. Uh, we're going to continue the Christmas fun with another movie um, I actually haven't seen before. It's from 2016. Um, it's a horror thriller. Uh, it's an hour and 29 minutes. It has a 6.5 out of 10 on INDB and an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. We are watching Better Watch Out. Ashley travels to the suburban home of the learners to babysit their 12-year-old son Luke during the holidays. She must soon defend herself and the a young boy when unwelcome intruders announce their arrival. Uh, this movie's budget was three million dollars, and the box office says it only made one hundred and eighty-eight thousand. Uh, so that's probably why I didn't hear about this movie until um, recently. Uh, upon doing a, a search for various horror-inspired Christmas movies to watch, this is one of the ones that came on the top of a lot of people's lists. So I figured I might as well check it out. Uh, being this, uh, it's the month of Christmas. It's December, and I'm only going to be watching these movies for this one month and then I'm not going to be watching anything Christmas related for another year. So yeah, I actually was very surprised in this movie. Um, they got Patrick War- Warburton um, as the father figure, which I thought was really nice. Uh, I enjoy him a lot. But yeah. Want to put her in the mood? Watch your horror movie. Dude, she's like twice our age. I really don't think it's going to happen. She's here. You are breathtaking. <laughs> Thank you. Don't stay up and watch scary movies, okay? It'll give you nightmares again. So what do you want to do? Ricky, why can't you just leave me alone? He's such a jerk. Don't hang up on me. What was that? Oh my god. Get away from the window. There's someone there. I'll find you. Don't worry, I'll protect you. <laughs> this is exciting. Deck the halls with clouds of holly. La 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 la. Tis the season for you say. Please let me out of this. You're all alone again. That's awesome. Why can't exes just go away? 
So the credits start rolling, and then we see, I think it starts out with this uh, kid who's building a snowman, and she's getting ready to put the carrot nose on the, the snowman. And then this other kid comes over with a baseball bat and just literally destroys it. And uh, then they run off, and she's chasing him, uh, screaming. Lots of screaming. I didn't I didn't enjoy the screaming, so I didn't know if I was going to enjoy this movie at all to begin with. Um, but yeah, and then we see a bunch of other kids playing in the snow. There's like a dog playing in the snow. Uh, then we see two kids in the room. Uh, one's playing a video game. Uh, the one playing a video game, I believe his name was Garrett. And the other one is Luke on the bed. And then Luke's on the bed reading on his tablet uh, ways to... Uh, turn on a girl i guess you could say you know it talks about watching like a horror movie and this and that you know because he knows his babysitter's coming over and he's got a thing for her so he's like oh, i'm gonna put some horror movies on you know make some danger do some make it make her feel safe in my arms essentially um clearly not gonna work because there's i think five years difference between the two of them um we then find out the kid is trying to bone his babysitter um, because Garrett's like, well, I hope you get a nice piece of ass. And then the mom walks in and Garrett's like, assistance with your paper. Smooth save save their little buddy. Uh, it didn't work out. And then the mom's like, make sure you take your pills. Make sure you go to bed on time. Don't stay up late because she's a very protective mother. And uh, yeah, that's going to play into this to this uh, movie a little bit more later on. Then we see the mom downstairs with the dad complaining about some of his Christmas balls being missing. Uh, the dad being a uh, you know uh, Patrick Warburton as I mentioned um, and she's like mom's like are you sure you weren't gay before we met or may suck a couple cocks something along those lines because he's being very metrosexual about uh, some of his Christmas bulbs being missing and she's not cool with it she could care less then the babysitter shows up and we find out she's moving in a couple days to Pittsburgh and the parents aren't really happy with that because you know she's a great babysitter and they won't want her to leave and the dad as soon as she, the dad opens the door he's like wow you look great and I thought there was like a, a little bit of a creepy vibe there like maybe he wants to bone her too like his son but I don't know we're not gonna dive into that at all because the movie doesn't go that way at all and the mom was talking to the babysitter about uh um luke he's been not sleeping well he's been sleepwalking uh she's gotta make sure he takes his sleeping pills and to put the pencil across the door handle that way they know if he's gotten out of the room because the pencil won't be you know resting on top of the door handle if he has then everyone gets to leave gets ready to leave and garrett's actually leaving with the parents too they all leave at the same time so then it's just the babysitter and ashley and luke at the same time and garrett when he's walking by he's like have fun good luck but yeah once everyone leaves luke tries to act all cool towards ashley and she pretty much just essentially blows him off to go call her boyfriend um ricky she then uh, gets scared of the spider that's crawling on the counter so luke has to come deal with the spider and luke uh lets the spider outside instead of actually killing it but you know if the spider it's winter there's snow out you put the spider outside on the porch the spider's probably gonna freeze to death because it's winter that's my thoughts at least um also my main question in this movie why the fuck are the door handles so goddamn high up like ashley's i don't know what how, how old ashley is um she's probably like 18 19 and when she's reaching the door handle it's like at eye level I sh i'm assuming they're not all midgets here i don't i don't know it's just weird the door handles are up really high if you don't believe me just watch the movie and you'll know what i'm talking about um the babysitter's getting ready to watch some horror movies and then uh luke comes over and pops a cork out of a champagne bottle and it hits like a pitcher on the beside the tv and she gets all freaked out about it but he's trying to act all cool he's like yeah i drink my my parents aren't around me and garrett used to drink a lot and uh he can't handle his alcohol as good as i can and she's pretty much like just give me the ball this is not cool just give it and i won't tell your parents um she goes to put the bottle away and then when she's 
walking into the kitchen. We see that the patio door is wide open. So she's like, yeah, your butthead forgot to close the door. So she closes it. And outside, we actually see the, the swing in the backyard actually moving a little bit. Luke then walks in um, when she's taking a sip of the, the drink. And he, he's like, ah, I caught you. And he's like, I won't tell if you don't tell. And that's when... She's like, okay, fine, whatever. And then he starts drinking out of the bottle again because he's a cool kid like that. So they agree, and then he starts drinking more. And then he goes to, like, grab her hand when she's at the island, and she kind of um, walks away. She's like, oh, we got to get some food into you. And then she mentions about ordering pizza. But when she goes to the phone to order the pizza, the phone actually rings before she can pick it up. And when she answers it, it's just static. There's no one actually on the other side of the line. Uh, she then goes to sit down on the couch to watch horror movies with Luke. And he's asking her why she dates all these douchebags because he doesn't like any of the guys that she's dating. He's like, you can have any guy you want. Just like me. But she doesn't care for him at all. And that's when she then forgets that she forgot to she then forget. She then remembers that she forgot to order pizza. Wow. That could have been really horrible. We'll leave that in just for the, for the sake of it. Just for fun. Um, but yeah. She remembers that she forgot to order pizza and then the doorbell goes off and they look outside and there's a pizza delivery guy. That's when she's like, Luca, you didn't tell me you are ordering pizza. And he's like, I didn't order pizza. I thought you ordered pizza. And then they're like, Luke's like, well, it must have been my dad who ordered pizza. Well, it wasn't. Because uh, they sit down and eat the pizza and then she's questioning. He's like, well, if your dad ordered the pizza why would he order a pizza that has mushrooms on it because you don't like mushrooms i don't know why you don't like mushrooms on your pizza that's kind of weird i have no problem with mushrooms on pizza but then again i have no problems with pineapple on pizza i'm not really picky so long as pizza it's pizza huh well this is not th- thin crust I, mean, I don't i don't go that way but yeah as you're sitting down watching the horror movies and uh eating pizza uh ashley gets a little bit scared and she jumps and grabs his hand just you know nothing romantic by any means just grabbing it like oh oh my god what's what's going on in the movie kind of thing um but he gets all cuddly with her and then he literally puts his hand on her lap and she's like no no that's not not what i want and he goes on i think he, at this point in time he goes in for like a full makeout session with her and she kind of just pushes them off like no no, no i don't want to do that um and then I believe it's Ricky that starts calling her. And she ignores the first phone call. And then she picks up uh, the second one. Um, she sits back down with him. Or with Luke, I should say. And says, you always be my little buddy. And like messes up his hair a little bit. And he's like, I just want to watch the movie. I don't want you touching me now. I'm psychotic. But anyways, when they start watching the movie, that's when uh, Ashley hears, because where the couch is, there's a window behind it. And she hears someone outside the window ruffling around the snow. And we don't see someone, but we can hear someone running away from the window. Uh, she gets scared at the movie again and grabs Luke's hand. Um... So he goes in for the full makeout stage at this point in time, and she pushes him off, of course. Then the phone rings again, and she picks it up, and of course it's just static, and someone's saying something, and she literally just thinks it's one of her ex, uh, Jeremy, because I guess he's like a kind of like the stalker kind of guy. Then when she looks back at the window, the Santa that was at the front door is now at the window, so that kind of freaks her out. And then uh, she goes into the kitchen, and then we see the porch or the patio door is open again, and we hear someone running off into the like the thick den snow then knock on the front door they look out and they don't see anyone so luke opens the door and tries to act all tough and macho like i don't know who's out here but you guys better stop it i don't want any trouble and that's when uh garrett comes in and tacks him to the ground and scares him uh she gets all pissed and asks why he was in the backyard and he's like i wasn't i wasn't in the backyard at all and then we hear uh glass breaking upstairs so they all well ashley grabs a knife a kitchen knife and goes to check it out and then they fall behind her because they don't want to be left downstairs alone because they're too scared to be left alone um 
They make it into one of the bedrooms, and that's when we see someone has thrown a brick through the bedroom window. And then they go to call call for help, but the lines are down. And uh, then they go use the laptop to call for help, but their whole Wi-Fi and internet connection is all gone. The network is completely gone altogether. So the next plan is set off the security alarm. Uh, then actually goes downstairs to do so with Luke, because uh, Gary's still trying to get the laptop to work properly on the network. And we find out that they don't even have a security system on their house. And Luke's like, well, it's a safe neighborhood clearly not that safe uh so then ashley's like okay i'm just gonna go to my car and we're gonna go get help that way she looks outside and her tires have been slashed there's a knife right through them uh then the friend garrett comes downstairs um all slow and kind of worrisome he's got the brick in his hand and on the other side of the brick it says you leave you die uh, and then these high beams start blasting through the front window of the house and garrett gets all scared so he runs out the patio door and tries to run home and then uh at that point we see him get shot in the back and he drops down in the snow the next plan is to hide upstairs in one of the rooms with the door locked and scream until the neighbors can hear them i guess that's a good plan um and then we also find out luke's like yeah my dad has a gun on his side of the bed so we can get that and that can be you know for our safety as well as they are sneaking in the living room luke sees someone's shadow outside the window uh, they go to run upstairs and they stop at, um at like the last four or five stairs up top because there's actually someone walking through the hallway already with a shotgun and flashlight in hand uh he goes into a room and then they dip into the the um i think it was the laundry room and then inside the laundry room they had to pull down the stairs to go up into the attic so they decided to head up there to hide um luke's getting all scared about it and whatnot and then he's like well they killed my friend they're gonna kill us next if we don't get the gun and then you know there's a little bit of dispute between the two of them and then ashley gets a spider on her face and she goes to fall backwards and falls through the stairs of the attic but uh luke is the hero of the day and grabs her hand just in time before she does fall down through the stairs um they both head back down the laundry room though not sure why though um and then luke heads out of the laundry room and heads into we don't see it but he goes into his parents room and grabs the gun and comes back grabs ashley and he's like well they're, they're downstairs we'll go run into a different room and hide they hide behind this uh, bedroom door and then the one of the guys comes in pushes the door so much that they're hiding behind it so it's, they just have enough space to hide and then they then at that point hide in a closet and I think Luke's idea is like I'm going to create distraction that way you can go get help and go get safety and uh, Ashley doesn't like that plan at all so they have like a little dispute back and forth and I think she goes to pull him back down to hide in the closet and then one of these toys in the closet goes off and it's like this big noise maker and has a bunch of flashing lights and then she sees um, what looks like be someone else sitting in the closet with them and she punches this mask but it's actually just a mask that's sitting in the closet for whatever reason then the guy, the guy comes in the room he's looking around and Ashley notices that the mask on the guy is actually one of luke's masks and it's actually been garrett the entire time and she storms out of the closet and confronts him and then she's like garrett is that you and garrett's just like yeah yeah it's me and takes the mask off this whole time um this has just been a prank not essentially a prank this has been a setup to try and make her scared so luke looks like this big tough mature guy and that way she'll f pretty much essentially fall in love with him but it doesn't work out of course uh she gets really pissed off and she's like i'm gonna call your parents i'm gonna tell them everything that's happened and she storms out and gets ready to head downstairs and then uh luke falls after her and i, I looked away for two seconds i'm not sure if he slaps slaps her or if he hits her with the butt of the gun but she falls down the stairs and then we see garrett coming out and it's like what the hell 
happened? He's looking down downstairs and we just see her laying on the floor. And I thought she might have been dead, but we come to find out she's not actually dead. Because uh, she starts waking up and she's actually taped to a kitchen chair. And we see uh, Garrett riding around on a scooter and uh, Lucas taking down all the items that were used to do the setup. Like there's a cut of a guy that was behind the window. There was a industrial light outside that was the bright light and whatnot. And um, it's, they had fake props set up all over the place to make it look like they were being attacked. Um, then we find out Garrett is high on Oxy and he's really out of it. Uh, I knew Garrett had uh, some kind of pill addiction because um, at one point when Ashley first shows up, the mom hears noise happening in the the bathroom it's actually garrett going through all the pills and the medicine cabinet and he drops them knocks them all over the place and the mom's just like what are you doing you know get out of here he said he was looking for itch cream because he's got some kind of infection on his shoulder but uh he was looking for pills to get high then luke pulls up a chair and sits in front of ashley and starts going through her purse he's like well how many lotions do you need and then uh, at this point she's also gagged with duct tape he finds red lipstick and draws a, a lips on her on the duct tape on her mouth and then he points a gun at her and tells her if she screams once the guy comes off he will have no problem shooting her because that's the type of guy he is he's a great guy i also don't know why i call him a guy he's supposed to be a 12 year old boy um he's a crazy boy crazy Ashley says uh she thinks she has a concussion needs to go to the hospital and he just tells her no uh, and then he says he wants to play some rounds of truth or dare and that if she lies uh he has this insurance policy that she's going to drink and it's essentially she's going to be refreed and forget everything um garrett then dares luke to grab her tits and he he does and then garrett starts laughing because uh luke starts to get a little bit of a chubby and that does not make luke happy at all Ashley then asks for um luke to tell a truth and then she brings up about luke killing garrett's hamster which garrett's very upset about because garrett's like you told me it was an accident you told me whatever and garrett, garrett's like or uh luke's like no i have months ago don't worry about it. you got a cat or a dog now it's fine it would have been dead anyways don't worry about it and then garrett wants to say um a dare but apparently his dares aren't allowed to be towards ashley and touching anything because that's luke's girl and if someone else touch her uh luke's pretty much gonna kill him because luke's a crazy 12 year old um they then uh leave the room because they're arguing and that's when uh, ashley tries to hop over in the chair to grab a flashlight to use it as an SOS signal outside the window. Uh, they catch her, so Luke grabs grabs the uh, insurance policy, the refuse, and puts it in the bottle and tries to make her drink it, and that's when she smashes it on the floor, and then the doorbell goes off, and it's actually Ricky, her boyfriend, at the door. Luke tries to tell him that she's gone, so uh, so he asks, uh, Ricky asks, uh, well, can you give this bouquet of flowers to her? Because, you know, I want, I want to say I'm sorry, and I do care for her and whatnot. And then, uh, for whatever reason, Luke's like, yeah, okay, just pass her through the door. So he opens the door a bit and then the boyfriend just pushes his way in because he's a much bigger gentleman than this 12 year old boy uh, and then we hear um ashley she's gagged again with the duct tape and she's trying to make sounds and stuff they got the christmas music blasting at this point in time so ricky can't hear her at all calling for help and then they lie and say she oh yeah she's upstairs she's got these back cramps she's got diarrhea this and that so ricky's like okay i'm gonna go upstairs and find her and just you know see if she's okay so ricky's upstairs looking for ashley he notices there's broken glass on the floor and then luke comes out of nowhere while well, luke was falling actually behind fine but he dips into this other room and then he comes out next thing you know he's got a baseball bat and he smacks luke or ricky right in the face with it or in the back of the other side of the face um and he he drops ricky to the ground he starts doing this happy dance because he's all excited and he's got like this little i guess high from doing it and then ricky literally starts getting back up so um uh luke goes to smash him with the baseball bat again but ricky grabs out of his hand and then he smashes him into the wall and then luke drops to the ground and grabs the pencil underneath the carpet because they're in that area um because that's where the mom hit the pencil earlier on in the evening before leaving and he actually stabs ricky right in the the um cheek i think it was like the left cheek uh 
on your face, not on your ass. Um, he stabs him right in the face with it. Ricky grabs the bat to beat uh, Luke's face him because he's really pissed off, which I would be too if you stabbed me in the face with a pencil. Uh, and that's when Garrett comes up the stairs with the shotgun and tells Ricky to get on to his knees or he's going to shoot him. Um, when he gets on his knees, uh, Luke clocks him with the baseball bat in the back of the skull and drops him right to the ground. We then see them cleaning up the evidence in the house and Garrett says, why don't we just roofie both of them? And that's when Luke's like, well, I only had enough in that one bottle and it's been smashed. So that plans out the window. Now we have both Ashley and Ricky tied up with duct tape in the kitchen to various chairs. Well, each of them has their own chair. And then we find out that Luke actually used, I don't know if it was Ashley's phone or a different phone because Ashley's phone actually earlier in the night went to a fish tank because Luke can't throw it. And he literally went to throw the phone and it went right in the fish tank. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, Luke texted Ricky to come over and pretended to be Ashley. Um, and then Garrett gets pissed off because he knew nothing about this. He just thought they were doing a little prank. And now this little prank's getting into big ordeal. And he's, you know, Luke's his best friend. So he wants to stick it out with him. So at this point, Luke then grabs Ashley's phone. And apparently it still works. And he's like, well, you're going to call your, your douchebag ex-boyfriend, Jeremy. And you're going to invite him over too. Because we need him here for this plan as well. And then she refuses to do it. And at this point, she's also got a piece of glass. And that she's trying to cut the, um, the duct tape off her wrist, but she actually ends up cutting herself. Uh, she tries to tell Luke to stop because, um, you know, she's like, I'm not bringing anyone else into this. And then she's like, you're going to hurt, hurt a lot of people. And it's just like when you told me about you hurting Garrett's hamster and that you cried about it and a lot of people are going to get hurt right now. And that's when Luke leans in. And he's like, it wasn't an accident. So Luke's completely psychotic for freaking 12 year old he's he's off he's off all richter scales completely crazy and then ricky pees himself which freaks out luke so he starts cleaning up the floor uh, to take the garbage out and that's when ashley starts cutting the tape some more and before and then once luke's on his way back in she pretends that she's still duct taped to the chair but i think her one wrist and ankle are untaped right at the moment uh then once he's back inside he tells them he wants to watch them fuck and uh, he's like i'm just kidding i'm not that big of a pervert and then he starts smelling some stuff so he goes and gets pissed off at garrett because garrett's smoking weed inside the living room and apparently uh luke's mom's gonna kill him for that uh, no your mom's gonna kill you for a lot of other things let's just face it and that's when uh, they both come back into the dining room area and luke Luke tries to make Ricky take a puff off the, the joint and he's like if you don't take a puff off the joint I'm just going to shoot you right here now because they want the drugs to be in his system as well so they're not getting the blame for it. Uh, then Luke and Garrett drag Ricky off in, to a ch off in the chair I should say and to this other section of the house which is like the lobby area um, the foyer or whatever you want to call it that's right underneath the stairs in the balcony that go upstairs and that's when Luke out of this closet comes out with rope and a paint can. He's like we're going to do an experiment just like they did in Home Alone uh, he, he heads upstairs with the rope and the paint can and then we see the paint can coming down it misses garrett or it misses uh ricky's head and garrett's standing right beside him and garrett starts freaking out because he doesn't want to go through with it and he just he wasn't trying to recreate it he's because garrett thinks that if you get hit with a paint can like you do in home alone you would just fall over off the chair and luke's like no if you get hit with a paint can you're dead so they want to figure out which one well luke wants to figure out which one of them is right we then see the uh ashley she's finally getting herself cut out of the tape and she grabs the gun off the counter and runs into the room and tells luke to put the paint can down so he's like oh yeah put the paint can down or we're gonna shoot you so he's like okay I'll, I'll put the paint can down and he literally chucks the paint can off of the balcony area and it literally smashes ricky right in the face and garrett gets paint all over him because this paint can went down with so much force that it smashes ricky right in the face and actually busts the lid right off the paint can so there's yellow paint and blood mixed all over the place it looks like ketchup and uh mustard 
it's weird. Ashley looks in shock and starts breaking down as blood pours down um, from from uh, Ricky's body. And then Luke comes down the stairs all happy and giddy. He's like, look, it fucking worked. His head exploded. He's like a kid on Christmas because he's so excited because this guy's head just exploded. And uh, Ashley goes to fire a warning shot at uh, Luke to tell him, you know, he's going to have to back off. And that's when she, she fires the gun, but nothing comes out. He's like, I didn't actually load the gun. Uh, she then runs outside and she hits this trip bar and the paintball gun actually goes off from this tripwire and shoots her in the back which is what happened when Garrett ran out uh, earlier in the movie to pretend that he was getting shot in the back Garrett goes after her and they have they have a struggle um, she's still attached at the one wrist to the chair so she's carrying this chair with her the whole time and then she starts beating the chair over Garrett's like head and back I think it was and breaks breaks the chair so she's just attached to the arm now uh, and then she goes to run over the fence uh, she jumps on this doghouse and jumps over the fence and she starts running towards some killers for help and that's when she literally gets smashed in the back of head with the brick that was used to break the window and then we see her in the uh, living room um, she's attached in their chair and gagged up, but this time she's wrapped up with crystal lights all around her body. Um, Luke comes in from watching the carolers because the carolers she was going to run towards at the next house over. They're now in front of, um, Luke's house and, uh, he's watching. He's like, oh, there's some new carolers. They're, they're very in harmony, blah, blah, blah. Uh, then Luke come, comes over to her and starts rubbing her face and she pretends that she's liking it. So he gets closer and that's when she actually sacks him and he drops him right to the ground, which I thought was really good. I, I like seeing the little bastard get sacked um garrett asks uh why luke killed um ricky because he knew nothing about the plan this wasn't any of his plans at all he wasn't expecting to do any of this kind of stuff and then luke goes on about how he's the houdini of getting out of trouble and goes over some other incidents where they were supposed to get in trouble but he got them both out of trouble because that's just how he is he's a spoiled little brat with some very serious mental issues uh luke then takes ashley's phone to make a, a fake post and luke asks garrett to uh keep her quiet while he deals with jeremy because jeremy's on his way over um he shows up drinking jeremy shows up drinking in his car talking to himself in the mirror sucking himself up because he really wants ashley back but he doesn't know that this is all just a setup um jeremy comes around the back knocking for ashley because uh when uh luke called him earlier on he told him to come around for the back way because this is a all another setup of course um then we see luke outside getting to uh jeremy talking to him she's like come just sit over here on the swing uh i got this book for you because ashley wants to apology and she wants you to write the apology down so he writes a quick apology down luke's just like that's it that's all you're gonna, gonna write because he still has to set up his trap and then um so jeremy starts uh writing up the longer apology note in this book and that gives luke some time to set up this trap that's going to be coming up in two seconds um while we're back inside though garrett starts um taking the tape off of ashley's mouth uh, she's trying to convince him to let her go but he doesn't want to because he keeps saying how luke is his best friend and he doesn't want to disappoint his best friend uh, while jeremy is writing the apology note uh luke slips a noose around his neck and turns a lawnmower on because that rope is then wrapped over the tree branch and attached to the um back of the lawnmower and then we just see um jeremy hanging um from the back the tree in the backyard i might have got the names mixed up there but yeah jeremy's the one the douchey ex-boyfriend that's now hanging in the backyard via the lawnmower in a tree we then see uh garrett inside cutting ashley out the the lights he tells her how he's sorry for everything he gives her like this little kiss on the cheek and then luke actually comes in at this moment and shoots garrett in the side with a goddamn shotgun and we just see garrett go flying away um garrett starts 
uh, saying how he's dying. He starts crying. He's asking for his mommy and how much pain he's in. And then literally Luke just shoots him again, probably right in the head. I'm not too sure. Uh, and then he's like, he was getting annoying anyways. Because Luke has no no cares for his friends at all. He's a, he's a great kid. He's not really. He's an evil kid. Nobody likes him. And I, I can understand why. Uh, then Luke pulls up a seat and sits beside Ashley and... As she's still tied up in the chair. And Luke goes on about how he doesn't sleep well anymore. Because his, his mom doesn't tuck him in. And she doesn't hold him at night. Because when she used to tuck him in at night. He would hold on to her and never let, let her go. And it would be probably next to impossible for him for her to get out of the room i guess um and then ashley's like i know why you don't why you don't sleep well and then she literally closes her eyes and just shuts off all communication with him altogether but then starts uh freaking luke out and he's like why 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 am i not sleeping well he starts screaming at her and he goes behind her and pulls out a knife and literally stabs her in the side of the neck um because she won't talk to him and then he's like good night and gives her a kiss on the forehead and puts the knife down on the counter i think as he's walking away uh we then see him outside putting um the ex-boyfriend's fingerprints on on various things there's paint and like putting paint on his body and then putting his fingerprints on the weapons to make it look like the ex-boyfriend has something to do with all the killings and then he's dancing around the house listening to Christmas music as he's setting up the house again and getting various things cleaned up and getting ready for bed and as he's brushing his teeth getting ready for bed he's like oh no there's the pencil hole in the the uh, other boyfriend's face and then he runs down or uh, no it wasn't that it was the pencil hole it says the pencil's not on his door because if the pencil's not on his doorknob then they'll know he was out of his room um so then he goes down and grabs the pencil and he's doing all this now without gloves on so his fingerprints are going to be on things again um but yeah he tries to put the pencil on the, the doorknob but it won't stay it keeps falling off and he's also touching like i said everything with his bare hands so his fingerprints are going to be on everything he finally gets the pencil to stay on the doorknob but he's outside the room so therefore he has to go outside on the roof to get around to his room um and then there's like this santa sleigh set up on this little mini roof that he's got to climb on to get into his room uh as he's doing that he actually trips and knocks over the reindeers a bit so he's got to pick that up and as he's picking that up his parents drive back in the driveway and he's hiding behind santa's sleigh and um he almost knocks over a candy cane but he grabs it in time and then he's uh slipping back into his room as the parents are coming in he jumps in his bed takes his sleeping pills quickly then he has to jump back out of his bed to put on this um sleeping machine i forget the technical term it's like a machine that babies use at night to help them sleep um but he pops out and then we hear the mom screaming running upstairs to check in on her son because we see all the they see obviously all the dead people in their their house now and then we see the cops and everyone outside and that's when luke wakes up in his mom's arms and she's holding him from behind like hugging him and pretty much holding him like an oversized baby uh, that's when we hear one of the cops yelling that one of them is still alive and that's when luke literally jumps up out of bed and has right for his bedroom window on looking outside and we see ashley is on the stretcher getting um taken to the ambulance and then they're getting ready to put her in the ambulance and ashley's actually her eyes are open and she's making eye contact with uh luke and she's literally giving him the middle finger uh this whole time as she's getting put into the stretcher and taken away by ambulance and then we see the mom come up behind him again and she's hugging him and trying to you know cons console him and then the credits start rolling and then this is actually the first movie i think i've had in the podcast that has an uh after credits scene as well and then the credits and and then luke uh luke's like Telling his mom, I'm worried about Ashley. Maybe we should go to the hospital to go check on her. Because the little psychotic brat wants to finish the job off. Because, uh, you know, he's crazy. 
12 year old that's crazy um this movie's great i like the music in it a lot i like the sh the shots the setup and everything uh, there's various things i didn't talk about that were set up in this movie like there's a catapult outside that actually shot the brick up to the bedroom window to break the, the window out because jeremy when he's coming in for the backyard he almost trips and falls on his face uh because somehow he didn't see this catapult there but i guess he was drinking a lot so of course he wouldn't have seen it um but yeah uh, the, the guy who plays luke psycho crazy does the role really well um yeah it's just a really well done movie it's shot really well sadly it didn't do that well at the box office from what i've seen so there won't be anything else coming i don't think there's another movie but there would be nice to see another one um, to see what happens next but i highly doubt it's gonna happen um but yeah on this on the route the scale for this movie i would definitely give it uh 9 out of 10 i think it's a great movie um don't know why it took me so long to see it um probably because it didn't get as good a reviews as it probably should deserve definitely an underrated movie especially for 2016 uh very well done um so which brings us to our next uh christmas horror themed movie uh this one's a fun one it's a silly fun one uh but we're gonna watch it anyways because why not um we're gonna watch bill goldberg yes professional wcw wrestler WWE wrestler uh and a movie called Santa Slay, where he's a Santa Claus that's going around killing people. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, yeah, I highly suggest checking it out before next week's episode of the podcast. And uh, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Make sure to follow me on all social medias, at Typhenstein, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, there's probably other ones out there, but just use the hashtag at, um, or the hashtag uh, Rotten Views Podcast if you want to suggest any movies. Um, I think maybe within the new year, we'll do up some special themed months. I'm not sure yet. I'll what they will be maybe like a small monster month or a black and white month like black and white horror month or like a godzilla month i would definitely love to watch the godzilla movies again we'll see we've got a bunch of plans and we're going to go through with some of them hopefully all of them at some point in time um we're not going to rush anything though so but yeah, if you want to keep in touch, that's Typhon Sign on all social medias. I'm on Discord. If you want to, you want to get a hold of me, I'll give you the uh, Discord because um, I don't remember the number that's after my name because uh, Discord's weird like that. Um, but yeah, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace.